Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 25. So in kind of sticking with this whole New Year's theme and just prepping for a new year, I I wanna just dive right into this podcast and I wanna talk about a phrase that I hear a lot when the new year rolls around and that phrase is new year, new me. Now I totally understand the... I guess the intention or the meaning behind new year, new me, you know, you start a brand new year, you want to start it fresh, you want to have a clean slate and you just, yeah, you just kind of want to start over in a sense, especially if the prior year wasn't one of your best years, you just want that clean slate and you want to start over. But the thing that really bothers me about the phrase new year, new me is that it seems like you're you're kind of discrediting everything that you went through the past year and the year before that and the things that you've learned and you know learning from the mistakes you've made celebrating your wins and accomplishments this is all really a, an important part of finding yourself and your spiritual journey and just finding what sort of life you're supposed to be living and the person that you're supposed to be So today I just want to talk about why I sort of want to debunk the whole new year, new me statement and sort of replace it with new year improved me. Because I feel like what you do every single year plays obviously a huge role in your life. And if there's a year where you make a lot of mistakes or you just feel like the universe does not have your back and everything's going wrong, then those are learning opportunities. And when you can start to view those as learning opportunities, that's when the real growth happens. That's when that true shift happens and you you go on that journey to become the person that you are meant to be. So yes, while we all want a fresh start for the new year, I'm, I'm that same way. I want a fresh start. I kind of want to start over and, you know, spruce everything up around my environment, but I always make sure to take time to reflect on the past year. And I know I talked about this a little bit in podcast episode 24, when I was talking about how I sort of set myself up for the new year, what sorts of questions I ask myself, but that podcast episode was really popular. And so I wanted to come back on here and talk a little bit more about it and also talk more about reflection and how important that is on your spiritual growth journey. And I wanted to provide some more questions that I've started asking myself and journaling about and really reflecting on so that I can have a better year, even better than 2017. 2017 was a really fantastic year for me. I had a lot of wins, a lot of accomplishments, a lot of really exciting things happen in 2017, but there were also some areas of my life that totally fell apart. They basically imploded. So the important thing is to learn from maybe what did not work for you in 2017 
and use that learning, use those mistakes as a tool to look at 2018 so you can learn to not repeat those same mistakes or to try something in a new way, in a different light. So these next questions I'm going to talk about are really great to journal about. I find that if you can keep a record of it somewhere, that way you can go back you know, and look back on it each year or every six months or however often you want to reflect. It just really helps keep everything just straightforward and streamlined and you'll kind of know what headspace you were in and what point you were at in your life and you can really experience that true growth. So one of the first things I'll do is I'll write, and Carol Alwell-Leba talks about this a lot, but I will write a celebration list for the entire year of 2017. This is why having a planner, you know, a day planner or an agenda where you kind of log everything that you're doing on a daily basis, what your goals are, what your focus is for that week, what your theme is for the month or the year or however you want to do it. That's why it's so important to have a day planner and to make sure you're updating it and recording in it daily. Because then when you go back to look at your highlights and your celebrations for the year, it's so much easier to kind of pull, you know, the things from every month that really we're like, wow, that was like a really great win for me, or I can't believe I accomplished that. So the first thing that I do is I write down my 2017 highlights and accomplishments. What things are you proud of? And it could be something really small, like you took your first hot yoga class, or you know, you finally, for a week straight, you read for 30 minutes a night. It can be something so small, just something that you're proud of that you wanted to do that you did accomplish. Write all of them down for the whole entire year. The next question that I've started asking myself for the prior year is what worked in 2017? So what, what did I do that worked for me? What habits did I build? What routines did I have? What did I do that really worked for me? You know, focusing wholeheartedly on my author platform, that was something that really worked for me. Journaling on a daily basis, meditating at least five times a week, those things really worked for me. They helped keep me in a clear headspace. Another thing that worked for me in 2017 was caring less about the opinions of other people and, you know, going after my truth, living my truth fearlessly, boldly, courageously. These were all things that worked for me in 2017. So take some time to write down after you've reflected on your celebration list. That's a really good list to help guide you and show you what was working for you in 2017 and what types of things, routines, habits, methodologies, what you need to repeat and possibly even improve upon for 2018. Subsequently, you also want to write down what didn't work in 2017. So try to name at least three mistakes or failures that you made in 2017, but also write down what good came from them. What, what did you learn about yourself? So for me, and this is pretty personal, but something that just wasn't working for me in 2017 was my relationship. And a lot of you know that I broke off my engagement um, in August of last year. So it was just something that wasn't working for me. And as soul crushing and heartbreaking and as difficult as that time in my life was, I knew it was the right thing for me to do. And I felt deep down in my gut, in my heart, my intuition told me, this is not the relationship for you. And this is like, you are not happy. You, you are not being your true authentic self. You cannot live your dreams while you are in a relationship like this. And so I did what a lot of women won't do and I called it off. I called everything off and I left. That's a really major example of, 
you know, just a mistake or something that I sort of view as a failure. But what I learned from that was that I'm strong enough to be able to make those decisions for myself to really listen to my gut and my intuition and know what's right for me and follow through on that, that I'm strong enough to be able to get through something like that. And so when you can kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel and you realize what good came from such a soul-crushing, terrible experience, you just feel like you can conquer anything, that you can get through anything that life has to throw at you. And I definitely feel like that. You know, maybe in 2017, you felt like you just, you were trying to be someone you were not. Um, You're not putting yourself first. Maybe you're always putting your partner or a family member or a friend first, and you're not really taking care of yourself. Maybe you are shopping a lot, you know, binge shopping where you're in a lot of credit card debt, or maybe you are binge eating where you're just eating a lot of really unhealthy foods and not exercising and not taking care of your body. Just think about what things didn't work for you in 2017 and then what good came out of them. And a lot of the time, the good that's going to come out is going to be that sort of wake up call or that slap in the face to like, get it together, get your life together, you know, fix this area of your life because it was making you miserable. So reflecting on your mistakes and your failures is a good thing. As long as you can focus on what good came from them, what did you learn from them and how are you going to apply this new learning into your new year? Another question I like to ask myself is how did my life evolve in 2017? And this is why journaling is so important for me because when I look back and I read my journal entries from January of 2017, it is so insane to read kind of what my day-to-day looked like, what I was focused on, what I wasn't focused on, you know, just what my priorities were. It's so amazing to look back and see that because my priorities in January 2017 are completely different from my priorities now. And so when you have that journal and you have that to be able to reflect and look back on, you can really see how your life evolved and what you started putting first, what steps you've taken to get your life to where it is now or to where you want it to be. The next question I ask myself when I'm reflecting on the previous year is who made a difference in my life in 2017? And why? And this is because it's really important to nurture those relationships with friends and family members, your partner, your kids, whoever really made an impact on you and your life. Make sure you take time to write the names of those people down and write down why or how they impacted your life. How did they make a difference? What did they do? What kind of feeling did you get? And then also write down ways that you can keep in touch with them more or just be around them more, just ways that you can be together more often. Because if they were really supportive of you and they made a difference in your life, most likely you probably made a difference in theirs as well. And those are the kinds of relationship that you want to continue to nurture and have grow and blossom into something beautiful. And the last thing I like to reflect on are all of the moments of pure joy that I experienced in the prior year. So I can remember you know, specifically hitting the international Amazon bestsellers list. I, that was the first time I had cried tears of joy in a really long time. I was just, it was pure joy. I was so happy in that moment. You know, anytime I cuddle up with Denali, my Husky, I 
I just, it's pure joy just snuggling up with her and kind of forgetting about the world for a little while and just being with her and cuddling with her. I remember the first time last year it snowed in Houston. I've lived here for seven years. I've never seen snow. Being with my family over the holidays and going to BookCon for the very first time and seeing, you know, my first shooting star. All of these things were things I experienced in 2017 that just they were moments of pure joy and I remember them so vividly. And again, I journaled about them. So it's much easier to kind of go through your journal and find these moments of pure joy. But a lot of the time you don't need to journal. It's just, it's stuff that you you remember because it was so incredibly special to you. But the reason why this is so important is because those moments of pure joy, while I don't believe they can ever truly be replicated because I feel like something will happen for the first time ever and it'll just give you that feeling that you can't describe that's just you're so happy over the moon and you may want to try to replicate that feeling again but if you can really focus on those things that give you pure joy you can make sure that you're incorporating those types of activities or opportunities to be able to have those types of things come into your life so you can experience them again or experience something new in a different way. So yes, while I understand we all want a fresh start and we may say new year, new me, I would just like to, I guess, recoin that phrase or turn it into something different, which is new year improved me. Because I feel like we can only become the person that we're meant to be by reflecting on our past. And not to say that you should get stuck in your past or live there. You don't want to live in your past. That is very backward thinking and you'll get stuck and you probably won't move forward. But being able to reflect on it and to learn from it and grow from it is the greatest gift you can give to yourself because it's going to ensure that you don't make those same mistakes again and that you only grow and evolve into the beautiful, amazing human being that you are meant to be. So that is what I want to leave you with for this podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And other than that, I will chat with you guys in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.